You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. The lead is four. Number one, Auburn, with 10 seconds left. Here's Green, off the mark. Loose ball controlled by the Hogs with two seconds left, and this will finish it in style. And a number one, court storming and Bud Walton. Welcome on in, BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks are with you on a Wednesday of Super Bowl week. And boy, do we have a lot of talk about some great guests. David Behrman of ESPN joins us next hour. Sean Pendergrass, uh, one of our uh, buddies from Odyssey here, will join us at the 11 a.m. Eastern hour. Patrick Everson, Covers.com, joins us later on in the show. We hear the opening there. Arkansas takes down Auburn last night. That was not hard to see coming. I, I was not on the Auburn side because it was a short number. Arkansas had played really, really well uh, in the last couple of weeks. Great defense. I am frustrated, though. Because I took the under guys on that game, 151 and a half. And if we just look at it from regulation, I mean, I, 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 the game went exactly the way I thought it would go. It was an under game. It was a lower scoring game. Of course, they go to overtime because Auburn ties it. And that, that ruined the whole thing because they get an extra period there. So Arkansas knocks off Auburn. Number one goes down. The game goes over. But that's okay. You know why? It's Super Bowl week. And we have a million other things to bet on other than just college basketball. And what, what are you guys thinking? He's stomping on the logo before the game. Musselman was ticked off. I he know. was so happy that they took them out. So, yeah, don't don't do don't anything stupid like that during March Madness for my guy Joe G. So his future goes up in flames here, guys. Come yeah, on. Please. But please didn't you it. say they were going to lose last night, even though you had that future? Yeah, I had it. I, I, I'm, I was I'm starting to, to think you got a crystal ball over there, Joe G. What's hmm. going on? I've got a read on Auburn. I don't know. No, I just <laughs> I felt like that was a tough spot for them. On the road, they were only two-point favorites. I was like, ah, that – I didn't want to bet on them last night, but I took the under and I was like, the whole game I'm, I'm kind of following. I'm like, oh, this is going under. It's going under. Then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, no, overtime. That's going to just destroy the under. Isn't that the worst when you have the the feeling you even mentioned on, on the show and then you don't bet it and it happens? You're like, I had a feeling that was going to happen. Yeah. So I was in the wrong side over under, but whatever. Overtime takes it out. Uh, so good game last night. Some good NBA stuff as well. The, the Sixers and the Suns game was fun. But, Joe, we got a Super Bowl here on Sunday. Mm-hmm. The Rams and the Bengals. I was watching some of the covers the last couple nights, and I guess Cincinnati flew out yesterday. The Rams obviously are there. They don't have to go anywhere. So I, I, the, it's like it's starting to move now. now. Now I'm starting to feel like we got a Super Bowl. <laughs> now it's time. Yeah, I, I, I mentioned that in the text before the show. It's, it's Wednesday Super Bowl week. All right, wow. all right. It, it's not like in the backdrop we'll do more NBA a little bit of Super Bowl, kind of ramping it up. Just I woke up today. I just uh, get, got off with Mully and Hall and 670 the score, going over a bunch of prop bets. I'm really getting pumped for this game. It's not the perfect matchup that all of us wanted, but there are so many ways uh, to bet on this game as we do more and more research. And you know, after our conversation with Crack, I, I started looking some stuff up on things that he mentioned. I'm like, okay, I totally see what he's thinking there with, with that prop bet and, and this prop bet. And you weren't here the other day. We, we uh, during uh, Sam Panianovich's interview here, we started talking about the octopus bet. I don't think people are talk about this one enough. Uh, they get caught up in the anthem and some of the other novelty stuff with the Gatorade and who's going to be think first and other game props. But the octopus is it, becoming more and more popular. It is 15 to 1 
will the same player score a touchdown and then score the ensuing two-point conversion? It happened six times this season, six times, and 169 times in NFL history, and the all-time champ, Todd Gurley. He's got the octopi four times. How about that? (laughs) I would never bet on this with these two coaches. I don't even know that they're going to attempt two-point conversion as conservative as they are. But I'm certainly going to use the nature of these two coaches with prop bets. Like, we could rattle off, like, okay, if you have two conservative coaches, let's just start rattling off prop bets where, where, you know, you could play into a winner uh, because – they tend to go for more field goals because they're going to punt more. Something crack mentioned yesterday. He likes the over six and a half uh, punts. So, you know, even though it's not a perfect matchup, maybe not the one that everybody was hoping for. I know us with our San Francisco futures, uh, it's still going to be fun. And it's the freaking Super Bowl, and there are hundreds and hundreds of way to bet it. I'm glad you brought up the two point conversion in the octopus. So um, we haven't seen a two. I researched this. We haven't seen a two point conversion in the last three Super Bowls. But before mm. that drought, there was eight of nine games featured a two point conversion. Now we know these two coaches are very conservative, um, but they also are young coaches who are into analytics. So right. I wouldn't be shocked if we <clears throat> if we do see one um, and. You can get plus money on a successful two-point conversion, plus 235, plus 240. So if you think, if you do want to bet on the octopus, you could also look at that too. (laughs) I do. I I want to bet on this. Yeah, I want to bet on this. Um, It's interesting as you go through the history of it. So first thing that jumped out to mind, Aaron, as you said that, kind of like that line of demarcation, the last four Super Bowls before that, Sean McVay is part of one of the last four Super Bowls, right? Which means he didn't do it. I mean, they obviously only, they only scored a field goal in that game, so he didn't have an opportunity to go for two at any mm-hmm. point. They stunk. They, they couldn't put the ball in the end zone. Mm-hmm. But doesn't it feel, Joe, that the only time this is going to happen is if these teams need it to happen, right? The Bengals completed yes. one in the AFC title game. They were also down 18 points, right? I don't think either of these coaches are going to do it to just like, Boom, let's go up eight early. No, that's not not what we're going to get here. Like They're going to need to come back, and if the math says go for it, then then we might get it. We don't have Sean Payton in this game. You're not going to see an onside kick in the middle of the game just to get things, uh, the game to flip, right? Right. So are we going to – I wonder about McVay, and it's funny you have two guys, same coaching tree. Is he going to change it up at all? Because immediately after his Super Bowl loss, what did he say? I got out coached. Yeah. I got out coached. Yes, correct. And and now he's here. Now is his opportunity to meet that moment. But just based on watching his team for twenty regular season games, they don't it tells us it. that he's not going to flip, right? Or or has he thought? You know, they're expecting me to go this way. They're they're thinking I'm zigging. Well, now is the time to zag. This is that once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for both of them. They, they could join the, the elite of the coaching ranks if you win this one game. So I, I wonder if they're going to change things up. You know, and, and I'm talking out of both sides here because you've got to imagine a part of their brain's like, hey, why would I change what worked? We're in right. the Super Bowl. 
I forgot to mention, so I think I said, you know, uh, we've not seen a two-point conversion the last three Super Bowls, which we talked about this regular season, how we saw more teams going for two. Um, so th this year, there were 154 two-point conversion attempts. That's up from 131 in 2020 and 113 in 2019. But the Rams only did it three times this season the Bengals five. So mm -hmm. my thinking here is you're getting plus money if there is a successful one. And because Sean McVay knows Zach Taylor so well, maybe he will want to do something a little different or maybe vice versa. Zach Taylor is going to have to go for it because they're down. See that I think game script, you're talking about coaching script, right? Like how these coaches coach, but game script's going to matter. If we think the Rams jump on the Bengals, just, just for argument's sake, the Bengals are going to, like, they'll do it, right? They did it last week or two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I don't, I, it's not a matter of will they do it. It's a matter of do they have to do it. It wouldn't surprise me if the Rams get up 10 nothing in this game, get up 11 points at some point, 14-3, and then the math kind of says, all right, we scored a touchdown. Let's try to cut this to 3, 14 to, to 11. I, I I could see that happening. Now, the, the octopus, of course, would, would require the same player, <laughs> yes, the same player to do it. This is your thing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's, I think that's hard. It's, it's, it's like really it's, hard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Cooper cup feels like the appropriate player to, to, to convert both of these. He's just always has the ball in his hand, but I don't know. There's so many options for Burrow on the offense. Like he could throw it to Higgins and then come back to chase. Right. It's not like there's only one specific guy. That's a hard one. That's a fun one to hit. If you do hit it. what are the odds on an octopus? 15 to one. Most spots. Okay. I, think it should be, I want more. Are you yeah, betting it, Joe? No, I'm not going to bet it. I just think it's fun to talk about. Not especially yeah. not in this matchup. You know, the same player. Okay, yeah, Cooper Cup is fair. Is there anybody else that will qualify that you could think? Mixon? Okay, I can see that. M maybe Mixon. That's yeah. a run it in, I guess. That's harder. I want to say a quarterback, but hmm. to get both back to back, like run it yeah, in. Yeah, then, then you sneak in the two. Yeah. Well, you know what you need for that? You feel, I feel like you need a penalty on the conversion, right? To get it to the one, then you can sneak uh, it in. It is yeah. kind of tough to sneak it from That's the good. two. That's good. But do yeah. we also I, feel like this could be a field goal game? Especially both run with... games kind of stink, so I'm not going to bet right. it. I'm not going to bet it. Not in this game. Uh, yes, Aaron, I think so. I'm, I could bet the under, but I'm not going to because just about every prop bet is saying under. So what's why do I need – I'll just bet more in the prop bets that I like more than the under. Um, I'm curious to see if this gets off 48 and a half. Maybe once the public money, more of the public money comes in, we could go up a little bit. I don't think we'll get back to 50, but yeah. Um, so Eddie Gross the other day made the case for field goal yardage over 120 and a hook. Two coaches that are not that aggressive on fourth down. I think he's onto it. And with three field goals in the game, you could hit that. Now the prop bet for each kicker, I believe is one and a half. If you want to go over on both of those kickers, I don't have an issue with that. Um, can we, speaking of kickers, McPherson, what yes. if it's a low, low scoring game and McPherson has a walk off winner? Would he MVP? get any support MVP? at 100 to 1? So, do you think they will take into consideration what he's done in the other playoff games? Because too? they're human, yes. Yes, I yes. do. I thought it's about it too. To. It's hard not to think about that, even though yes. 
I'm You're not really supposed sure. to. Yeah. It's got the nickname. <laughs> is it Money Mac? <laughs> Whatever it's it is. Not Mattress Mac. Yeah, oh God, that guy. No, that's, that's, that's another reason that I'm picking the Rams. <laughs> I, I do love longest it. field goal over 47 and a half. That's easy for McPherson. It's true. Yeah, that's pretty low. I love uh, that one. How much do we factor in this has never happened? A kicker has never actually won the MVP, right? Like we think Adam Vinatieri as like, he's the guy, right? He kicks Standard. the winning field goals. And maybe maybe McPherson is a new Vinatieri. Maybe he's like a combination of Vinatieri and Justin Tucker. I don't know. Maybe he's going to be a Hall of Fame kicker. But those guys didn't win it, right? Th those guys are both well, champions. I, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not going to bet it. If it is a low-scoring game, there's too much star power on the field defensively for me, right? Probably means Hendrickson's having a big game, and he's 100-1. to Probably means Ramsey's locking somebody down, also 100-1. to Von Miller, who's already won a Super Bowl MVP, he's really played well in the playoffs. Aaron Donald, of course. He could – Aaron Donald, could, would it surprise anyone if he has three, four sacks? Not me. Not no. in this matchup. Uh, how, how many yeah. field goals would a kicker need to put himself in the mix? I say five. four. Okay, five. so four or five. We're, we're, we're high numbers we're talking about. Yes. Wouldn't it make more sense to just put a bunch of money on his over prop for, for made field goals than to yes. thread, thread the needle on right on the MVP? That's hard. Hundred. What is it? That's What's why. the field <laughs> yeah. goal prop for him? So one and a half. I believe it's one and a half for both guys. Yeah, but I guess you could you could sprinkle. Is there a little an bit. alt field goal? <laughs> oh man, over three and a half. That yeah. could happen. I wouldn't mind that one at all. Well, like you think about it, we have two conservative coaches to begin right. with, but they mm -hmm. both have really good kickers. So, but didn't Gay get hurt against the Bucks? I think he's. I haven't heard any any chatter. About I don't think that. he's so think injured, he's but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if he's a hundred percent. But, he, but on the McPherson side, let, let's look at it from uh, Cincinnati. So you're thinking like, once you're inside a, a certain range, okay, I'm guaranteed three points. It's not a question. I'm guaranteed three right now. And I that think is he's how gonna, confident he's gonna they lean. are in Evan McPherson. Yes. And I, and I understand. I understand why. Uh, I'm looking at kicking points, seven and a half for both guys, juice to the over. Field goal props. Wow, there's a million of them. Jeez, you can do exact field goals. Oh, How many? Like that. Uh, four or more for McPherson is ten to one. That's it. Ten to one. I mean, you would think to win. And it's not as good. You hundred yeah. to one is special, but if you, if he's, you might as well do both at the same time. He's not winning the sure. MVP with less than four field goals. Like it's just not. I can't bad. believe we're talking about this. <laughs> hey man, that's what makes this so much fun. Yeah, Listen, we're we're gonna try to find an MVP in this group. And we got Paul. Yeah. Who's Paul on Logan Wilson, the, the the linebacker from Wyoming or something, the Erlacher of Cincinnati. We're gonna find. Thank MVP. you, the Erlacher of Cincinnati. Thank there you. We go. We're gonna find an MVP that's not named Burrow or how, or or, uh, or Stafford. How is Logan Wilson only five to one for an interception? Shouldn't those odds be better? Well, I mean, people have been listening to the show. The Brian Erlacher of Cincinnati. That's <laughs> that number. They're jumping on that. That's right. <laughs> Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks with BetQL Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. On the other side, how about some player...
prop matchups. Which side are we going to take here in these player prop matchups? We'll hit that. Some great guests to come. It is Beckville Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.